0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Thank you for sharing, by the way. I want to talk to you um, about this grip of grace. Um, You got to get gripped by grace. And when you get gripped by grace, that means that this has just become a powerful position for you to accomplish and fulfill things that God has asked you to accomplish and fulfill. And one of the scriptures that when I was thinking about this grace and you're going to say, man, pastor, Chris, what what is this about? You have to press into the prize because the power of grace has given you the ability to do it. Look what it says in Philippians 3 and 12 in the Passion Translation. I like it because it reads very, very clear. And listen what it says. It says, I admit that I haven't acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing, but I run with passion into His abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. Look at verse 13. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past, and I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal, and gain the victor's prize through the anointing of Jesus. So let all who are fully mature have this same passion, and if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires. God will reveal it even unto him. And let us all advance together to reach this victory prize, following one path with one passion. My beloved friends, imitate my walk with God and follow all those who walk according to the way of life we modeled before you. Man, isn't that good? I call tonight's message Being Gripped with Grace. What do you mean, being gripped? Well, I think there's something that when grace gets a hold of your life, I was explaining this to somebody. We just talked about it last weekend. Mercy and grace are two different things. I don't know how to explain it otherwise, but this. Somebody said to me, well, you know, um, remember we were even sharing, I was sharing with the, about even the woman with the issue of blood. And, and, and we, we, we shared about, um, you know, being healed of a plague. Before you even knew the healing power was available, that's Jesus. We started looking at people who got miracles because grace already provided 2,000 years ago everything you were going to need. And that woman with the issue of blood, when she pushed through the crowd, she tapped into something that was done 2,000 years ago for me and you. And I started thinking about the woman that was caught in adultery, and I shared just a little bit about that Sunday. He says these words to her. He said, he who does, who he who is not sinned, cast the first stone. And Jesus showed her mercy there. But then he told her, go and sin no more. That's the power of grace. Grace has given you the power to not sin, to overcome sin. And never be in that position of adultery or whatever it is, that was a setback. Maybe it was unbelief. Maybe it was doubt. Maybe it was fear. Maybe it was um, inability to accomplish what God has called you to do. Maybe it's a lost promise. Maybe it's a lost dream. Maybe it's just you, you just quit. You just didn't feel like going on anymore and you want to get back up. Grace is a powerment factor. It is not a mercy factor. That is what I want you to see. Grace is the power of God. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. It's greater than sin. It's greater than the obstacle. It's greater than the circumstance. And it is greater than every battle me and you are going to face. But I like what the Apostle Paul says here. He says, I admit I haven't acquired this fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into this that I may reach the purpose that Christ has caused me to fulfill and wants me to discover. Now watch this. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. Right there. That is huge. Okay? I don't depend on my own strength. Doesn't that sound like grace? Doesn't that sound like the power of grace working and operating? Right? I've, this is so good. I, I think it is. Right? I but I, I don't allow myself to get messed up. I press towards the mark. I love this, right? Look at this. I don't depend on my own strength. I'm strong. So in whose strength are you dependent on if you're not dependent on your own? I'm depending on the strength of God to give me the power to accomplish. The press and the push. What she says, I have one compelling focus, what's that? I forget all the past and I fasten my heart to the future. One of the things I want you to know, write this down, let's just say if you wanna say point number one, you gotta realize you're pressing for a prize. That is one of the simplest things to understand, but one of the most complicated things to achieve. Because think of this, each and every day it's a press. Not as though, i'd already attained either were already perfect but i follow after if that i may apprehend that for which i am also apprehended of christ jesus so what is he saying check this out he's saying look he's like i'm pressing each and every day how many know pressing each and every day is not always easy but god gave you the grace to do it so this is what i want you to do i want you to say the grace of god gives me the opportunity To push and press each and every day. That's one of the keys. There's going to be days you don't feel like doing it. There's going to be days you don't want to do it. And there's going to be moments you don't have any. Man. You don't have any inclination at all to do this. But you do it anyway. My God in heaven. Ain't that the truth. Another key element. And I'm going to just give you a couple key elements tonight. I'm not going to keep you long. I just want to run this over to you. Because I know grace can empower this. So you have grace to press for a prize. Don't forget that. You, this is what I want to say. God gave me grace to press for the prize. Here's another one. Verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself have apprehended. I count, I count not myself to have apprehended. This one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind. And I reach forth unto those things which are before. Number two, let's say, you have grace to forget the past. Man, that's a big one, guys. Sometimes we have so much regret. We have so much pain in the past. We have so many problems from the past. It just seems like it haunts our future. It robs our future. It robs our consciousness. It robs our reality of the moment. It it wants to make us a prisoner of the past and trap us from being the pioneer of the future. And one of the things you and I have to remember is this, is to forget your past, you're going to need the power of God. Now, you might say, Pastor Chris, I'm, I can't forget it. I don't know if I could forget it. it. It comes back. But I don't want it to come back with the same feelings that it's, that it's coming back with. If, if, if it comes back, I don't want it to bring the feeling. Thoughts have feelings. Some of those feelings I don't want coming back. God has given you the grace to forgive yourself, giving you the grace to forgive others, and giving you the ability to forget the past. The good, the bad, the ugly, the happy, the sad, the up, the down, the victory. God has given you and me the ability with the power of grace to overcome everything. But I like what he says. Now watch this. He says, forgetting the things which are behind and I reach forward to the things that are before. That means one of the greatest tools that you and I can use to forget the past is a perpetual focus on the future. I keep my eyes fixed on the prize and I don't have time to revisit the archives of my mind to go through the rolodex and videos of the past because i'm so caught up with pressing into the future i can't even remember what was in my past remember this and remember this this is good god is the only one through the power of grace that can remove the pain of your past that is strong look at psalms 139 1. look at what it says In the Passion Translation, it says, Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. Oh my God in heaven, please pull that in. You perceive every moment of my heart and soul, and you understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book, and you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence you know every step I will take before my journey even begins now watch this one you have gone into my future to prepare the way and in kindness you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past with your hand of love upon me you impart a blessing to me man look at verse 6 This is just too wonderful, deep, incomprehensible. Your understanding of me brings me wonder and strength. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I run and hide from your face? If I go up into heaven, you're there. And if I go down into the realms of the dead, you're there too. Man, isn't that strong? Verse 5 is so awesome. It says, you go into my future and you prepare the way and in kindness you follow behind me to what? Spare me from the harm of my past. Man, he's telling you what? He's saying, God is gonna fix it. God is gonna make it better. God can do everything he promised you he can do, even though in some seasons you don't feel it, you don't understand how, you don't see how the big picture is gonna come to pass, but he promised, I will what? I will spare you from the harm or the pain of the past man I'll tell you what here's another big thought to think about and I want you to think about in verse um, um, 14 in Philippians three fourteen. he says I press for towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus now I don't know about you but he says in verse 15 let us therefore as many be as perfect be what thus minded and if in anything you be otherwise minded God shall even reveal this unto you what is he saying press towards the prize have the right mind you have write this down keeping the right mind is the key to walking in your future keeping the right don't allow your mindsets of life to challenge you to a place where you do not allow transformation to take place. Look at what it says here in verse four. Philippians 4.14, I put this in here because I want you to see this and I want you to understand this and I think it's strong. In Philippians 4.14, it says this, and I want you to see this window of opportunity. Be cheerful with joyous celebration. We're talking about keeping the right mind. God is giving you the grace to think right thoughts. He's giving you the power to overcome the mental perspective of where you're at. But he gives you the element of how to do it. And he gives you a picture of what needs to be done to achieve it. Be careful with joyous celebration and every season of life. Let joy overflow for you are united with the anointed one. And let gentleness be seen in every relationship for the Lord is very near. I like that word, right? Be gentle in your relationships. Don't, what? Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled request before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Man, that's good then god's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through jesus christ so keep your thoughts listen to this This is so good right he's talking about your mind keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real honorable and admirable beautiful and respectful pure holy merciful kind and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. And follow the example of all that we have imparted to you and the God of peace will be with you in all things. Man, I'll tell you right, right there. He's talking about the grace of God will stop the mind dealing. The grace of God will stop the wrong thinking. The grace of God will renew your mind And the grace of God will allow you to put the right mind. I like this. He says, for this mark of this high calling, let us therefore be what? Be perfectly minded. And if you're any other kind of mindedness, change it. God's trying to reveal to you the right mindset to be a champion, to be victorious, to have the breakthrough and to walk in victory. Because here's what you gotta understand. God already worked your stuff out. That is so important. If it's in front of you, God already worked it out for you. Remember we used that scripture in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. I like it in the Passion. Look at what it says here. Um, He said about the tests and the trials in the wilderness. They went through this stuff. They seen this stuff. It was trying. They didn't know what to do. He said, don't fall in the same trap they did. We all experience times of testing which is normal for every human being but god will be faithful to you come on somebody he will screen i love this scripture he will filter he will check the severity he will look at the nature and the timing of every test and trial that you face so you can bear it you got grace to bear it you have power to overcome it you have ability to walk through it what do you say bear it and each test is an opportunity to trust Him more. For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out of it victoriously. Isn't that awesome? I like this part. If timing, trials, face it, you can bear it. Why? Because it wouldn't be in front of you if you couldn't bear it. It wouldn't be in front of you if you couldn't handle it. It wouldn't be in front of you if you couldn't overcome it. And it wouldn't be in front of you if you couldn't accomplish it. Because I don't care if you're hedged in, pressed in, stuck. Don't make a difference. God's power has already worked it out. That's why it's in front of you, because God already fixed the back of it. The back end of the project is finished, amen? Remember we were talking about grace, grace. Remember Zerubbabel? He said, hey, Zerubbabel, you started this thing, you laid the foundation, your hands are gonna finish it. Zerubbabel's like, man, how am I gonna do this? He said, you go get the stone, the finished stone, the capstone, the headstone, and you speak to it. Grace, grace. Every time you look at the obstacle, grace, grace. Every time you look at the money problem, grace, grace, every time you look at the doctor problem, grace, grace, every time you look at the family dynamic breakdown, grace, grace, every time you look at that marriage, when somebody's not wanting to be married no more, or somebody wants to walk out on you, grace, grace, or that kid that's wayward right now, running in, in the world and just isn't serving God, and you're thinking, how in the heaven can they turn it around? Grace grace when you think about these thoughts in your mind, grace grace when you think about these thoughts in your inner being grace grace you have to know that power is connected to grace to help you overcome every test, every trial, every situation and every circumstance because this is this is it um, God cares about everything you're going through and you must remember this what you're going through, you are going through. The, the, don't forget that now. What you're going through, you are going through. You're not going to stay there. So I want you to know, you have to start asking. Now this is, this is big, because I talked about this Sunday, and I want to kind of give you to Hebrews chapter 4, remember 16? It says, ask for grace in your heart. Let us therefore, Hebrews four sixteen. take your time, go there. We can even start with verse 14. Seeing then, praise the Lord, we have a great high priest. Coffee break. Praise God. Seeing then, we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, hold fast your confession. That word profession is confession. I've been teaching you guys this. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Those are your weaknesses. Thank God we got a Jesus who came as a man who understands everything you're going through. Don't ever say, God, don't you understand what I'm going through? God, don't you know what's going on? He knows exactly what's going on in your life, but was in all points tempted just as we are without sin. That's the power of grace. You get tempted, you don't sin. Now watch this. Let us come boldly talked about this Sunday unto the throne of grace what's on this throne of grace that we may obtain mercy so there's obtainable mercy at the throne of grace for 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 that's mercies for our mistakes right and find grace to help in the time of need so grace is an empowerment factor mercy is they're both gifts, okay? But one empowers you to be, one pardons you and one empowers you. Mercy pardons you. Mercy, mercy screams from the blood of Jesus from the altar of God upon your soul. But mercy doesn't develop you. Grace develops you. If you're not careful as a Christian, you will just live that, 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 make a mistake, get some mercy, 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 make a mistake, get some mercy. And what starts happening is if you're not careful, it becomes the pattern of your Christian life. I, I make a mistake, I get mercy. I don't really grow. I don't really tap into grace. I don't tap into ability. I don't tap into next level anointing. And I just keep making a mistake, ask for grace make a mistake, ask for grace, ask for mercy, you know, and it's, oh, there's my time. Sorry, guys. Uh, I got got things going off over here, man. This thing's supposed to be quiet. Praise the Lord. But I I wanted you to know this and I wanted you to pull this in. So what happened was you're, you're, you got to get it straight. And I, I kind of, I didn't want to get you messed up there. You're asking for mercy. You're messing up. You're asking for mercy. You're messing up. That's that woman caught in adultery. Remember I talked about her Sunday? She. It's a mistake. It's a devastating mistake. We understand. Jesus goes, okay, who's going to throw the first stone at her? Go ahead. You have sinned. Whoever has not sinned, never sinned, never sinned, cast the first stone. God, my tongue died, right? And what did he say? Nobody showed up. And he said, me who could condemn you, forgive you. Mercy. But go and sin no more. How can you tell somebody that's caught in a bondage, go and sin no more, unless you give them the ability not to sin? That's the power of grace. Mercy came because a human... I don't want to say... I want to say this right. Inability. Mercy came because of human frailty. Mercy came because of man's inability to do things. But grace came to empower you to be victorious. Grace and truth came to set you free. Grace and truth came. So this is not when you, if you go and you, make, you need mercy. You go and you make a mistake, you need mercy. You go, you, you, you need repentance, you need mercy. But when you come on the other side of this and walk in grace, you're a powerhouse. And what happens with the power of grace is you release massive potential to produce everything you need to produce today and for your future. So just like that woman caught in adultery, I don't condemn you. But go and sin no more. That's the key. Don't forget it. Mercy covers, gives me gives me the blood the favor but grace gives me the power to change my life forever we're going to talk more about it. hey listen let me pray for you today i can't wait to see you guys sunday it's going to be awesome you're going to love all the great things we're doing around here at the church it's phenomenal but let me pray for you so grace's power can kick in that was a little thing grace will give you great the grip of grace will give you the power to live the life and live this season of walking and pressing for the prize. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for these guys. Bless them, keep them, watch over them. May they be empowered. May they be accomplished. May they walk in victory. May they walk in grace. And may they walk in grace's power. Thank you that we receive mercy, but we walk in grace. And thank you you're giving us grace for the place that they're at right now. Father, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord, guys. Check it out. We got some announcements for you check out what's going on here at relevant i'm so excited make plans to attend don't forget we've got our financial summit in october a lot of cool things happen i'll see you sunday i love you and god bless you see you then bye-bye thank you for listening to this episode of relevant live with pastor chris sarnum if you are interested in learning more about relevant church you can visit us at relevantfl.org And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.